Dr. Zach Williams and Flat Creek Baptist Church as we dive deeper into God's Word in this podcast titled New Horizons. Good morning. I am Pastor Zach Williams from Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. Thank you so much for joining me for another edition of our New Horizons podcast and radio ministry on Glory 97.5 FM. It is my greatest joy to join with you this morning and just look deep into God's Word together. I want to read the text, Acts chapter number 20, verse 7 through verse number 12, and then I'm going to talk to you about what we've been talking about all week long and then finish up our message on this church that we find here in Acts chapter 20, verse 7 through 12. So here's the text. The Bible says, On the first day of the week, we assembled to break bread. Paul spoke to them, and since he was about to depart the next day, he extended his message until midnight. There were many lamps in the room upstairs where we were assembled. And a young man named Eutychus was sitting on a windowsill, and he sank into a deep sleep as Paul kept on speaking. When he was overcome by sleep, he fell down from the third story and was picked up dead. But Paul went down, fell on him, embraced him, and said, Do not be alarmed, for his life is in him. And after going upstairs, breaking the bread and eating, Paul conversed a considerable time until dawn, and then he left. They brought the boy home alive and were greatly comforted. When we look at this text today, I've been bringing to you a message entitled Lessons from Troas, looking at this small church mighty in power and reminding you that just because you may not have thousands in your congregation, and you may only have a few hundred or even maybe less than a hundred, you can still accomplish mighty things for the glory of God. And friends, that's the greatest lesson that we learn from Troas. This small church in Troas did great and mighty things for the glory of God. And for that, friends, I am excited to tell you what the Bible says this morning. When we think about this, let's remember a few things. Number one, they came to church. When we think about the lessons from this small church, we remember they assembled together every Sunday. They got together and they worshiped and they praised and they preached and they sang and they listened to what the Bible said. Secondly, they remembered Jesus. They broke bread. They had the Lord's Supper. They remember the breaking of the body of the Lord Jesus. They remember the blood that was shed for them. Number three, they heard good biblical preaching. They they listened as Paul extended his message and picked apart the Old Testament and shared some of the things that he was writing in his letters to the churches of the New Testament. They experienced the miraculous as Eutychus fell out of a window and he was prayed over by the Apostle Paul and brought home alive. And so, so we see some great things from this church. You talk about a church you want to be a part of. Man, a church that likes getting together. A church that remembers Jesus. A church that enjoys good biblical preaching. A church that experiences the miraculous. Friends, that makes me excited. That's the type of church I want to be a part of. It's the type of church I hope you are a part of. Now, there's one last lesson that we get from the church at Troas. And this might be my favorite of all. Now listen, listen to me. It's so simple, but I want you to listen. The last lesson that we learned from Troas is this. They went home happy. They went home happy. Now you hear that and you say, now, now pastor, what, what do you mean by that? They went home happy. Well, look what the Bible says. The Bible says 
Then Paul, verse 11, conversed a considerable time until dawn, and then he left. And they brought the boy home alive, and they were greatly comforted. Let me tell you this. These, these folks down there in Troas, boy, they had had a night at church, hadn't they? They had experienced the Lord's Supper. They had listened to Paul preach. They, they, had, they had seen the miraculous. They had, you know, they had experienced great fellowship. They had saw a man raised from the dead. And the Bible says they went home comforted. I, I mean, these folks went home with great joy in their heart. They had been in the presence of the Spirit, and they had rejoiced together, and they went home happy. Now, now, friends, when we come to church, we ought to go home happy. Now, 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 let me ask you a question. What's the conversation when you get in your car on a Sunday afternoon from church? I would venture to say your conversation is much like the conversations that I've heard all my life getting in cars from church. Boy, oh boy, did you see what such and such was wearing today? Oh my, oh my, did you, did you hear how so-and-so sang today? Can you imagine that that person was so off tune? Can you believe that our Sunday school teacher would say such a thing? Can you believe that person had the audacity to come to church today after the way that they lived their life this week? What about the preaching? The preaching was off today. Boy, he wasn't filled with the Spirit this morning. I mean, that service was just dead. Right? I mean, how many times have we gotten in the car from church and these are the types of things that we say? Get home to the supper table. Sit down to eat our pot roast and carrots and, and, and potatoes. And, and the conversation at the lunch table continues about how bad things were at church. No, friends, it should never be that way. I, I, I'm so thankful that recently, you know, I, I've heard two stories about things that have been happening here at Flat Creek. One was an individual, he walked out of the church not too many days ago, and he grabbed me by the hand and he said, Pastor, it's been a long time. It's been a long time since I've come to church and left with, with a desire in my heart to come back next week. I just can't wait to get there. Now, now, friends, that's the way it ought to be every week. Just a strong desire in our hearts to get back. I heard another story uh, just the other day about two ladies uh, here at Flat Creek who, who said they went to a Bible study together. And, and before they went into the Bible study, they sat in their car and they just spoke about how the messages of Noah that we've been preaching through had spoken to them and just how, how this had made such a difference in their life and the way they viewed the character of Noah. They're not talking bad. No, they're going home happy. They're going home wanting more. Friends, we should always, always, always want more. I'm reminded of a few years ago, me and my daddy and my two boys, we went to North Carolina and we had the opportunity to go flounder gigging. Now, if you don't know what flounder gigging is, it's when they give you this big steak and you go out and you find the flounder in the sand and, and off the boat, you just kind of spear them and you bring them up in the boat. And I'll never forget this night because we had been out there for a few hours and we had gotten a few flounder in the boat and we were, you know, we were, we thought we had done good. But at the very end of the night, that old captain of that boat, he took us to what I'd call his honey hole. He took us to where he knew the big flounder were going to be so that we could catch some big ones before we went home. Let me tell you why that captain did that. He did that 
because he wanted to leave a good taste in our mouth. He wanted us to get in the car to drive home the next morning and say, man, oh man, that, that we caught some good ones last night. We got some big flounder in the boat. He wanted us to go home happy. And friends, when we come to the church, oh man, we you ought to leave with a good taste in your mouth, longing to come back the next time. What's the Bible say? Taste and see that the Lord is good. And He is good. And when you gather together with the saints... And when you remember Jesus, and when you hear good biblical preaching, and when you experience the miraculous, when you are in a church like that, I can guarantee, or as they say on old brother, where out thou, I can guarantee that you will go home happy. So friends, I hope that's the type of church that you attend. Boy, what great lessons from the church at Troas. This is a great church, small in number, but mighty in power. May we never look at the church at Troas the same. Guys, listen, I love you. God bless you. And I will see you next time on New Horizon.